Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Welcome to Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I challenged my son to a race in, uh, what's that game called? Myth, Wilder Myth, and then I never even played it. So is he is he beating you then? Is that what that means? Yeah, he already got the prize. He already Oh, nice. I'm actually pretty proud of him. <laughs> the funny part was he kept harassing me about it because he wanted to know where I was at. And the funny thing is, is, is um, both Steam and my wife tattled on me. <laughs> so the, the race the race started monday and he started playing it monday and then on friday i started the game for the very first time and steam told him you know your father started the game oh for the first i didn't time realize you had never played it before then i thought I had you had some oh my freaking heck no i had never played it prior to oh that oh my gosh That's so i started amazing. it up and to be fair i started up friday morning and the bet was to close saturday yeah and so he, at that point, started gloating in my face, uh, and and I told I told him I'm like, well, I get to stay up way later than you do, and he, you know, got all grouchy about that. And then he got up Saturday morning, and he he went and made my wife tattle on me. We talked about it in the pre-ramble, but that I you hadn't played anymore, basically. We we watched instead. We watched uh, Raised by Wolves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and he comes to mom and says, Mom, did dad play any Wilder Myth last night? And she's like, No, he didn't have any time. <laughs> and so he's like he's like totally gloating. <laughs> Before I even he never even knew how far I got, but he but the world conspired against me. So <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> uh I am Jay and uh yeah, I um, got a return from from Yellowstone alive. Uh, the world went crazy while I was gone. Released a new Dune trailer. <laughs> is your RV in good shape still? It is, yes. <laughs> okay, that's good. I just <laughs> worry about you in the, the same way that I worry about me. What, what was that? I, I said I just... You, oh, go ahead. I asked if you stayed inside the park. Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. Like six months ago, I reserved a campground at Canyon. Yeah. Uh, which was which was delightful. Yeah. And we we did. Uh, um, so actually, go go ahead, Josh, and introduce yourself, and then I'll. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm Josh, and uh, while I have played all but one of the purchases that I made at the of, in the Steam Summer Sale, I really can't stop playing Slipways. <laughs> <laughs> Which and one have you played? Uh, I haven't played. Um, oh crud! It's uh, Eternal Space, or oh, okay. it's 
It's by the same guys that do. Um, ah, gosh, dang it, I forget. Hold on, I'll look it up. Cause, cause I just played it. I've been playing another one of theirs. Oh, it's by the same guys that do uh, Humankind. Uh huh. Endless Space. Sorry, not Eternal Space. Oh, maybe I need to copyright Eternal Space and get going on that. <laughs> yeah, luck. I just haven't started it because it's. I know it's a Civ style game, and that I actually need like you know an evening to do it. See, part of the problem with slipways is it can like tell me how terrible i am within the space of only 30 to 45 minutes because you, know? <laughs> you can play a whole run and it can be like congratulations you scored nothing again you are trash and i'm like you know what i'll be right back <laughs> so that's the only one i haven't played and and brief minor complaint if you bring a freaking video game to the Steam platform or whatever that is the exact same name as a board game, you better go out of your way to make it clear to me that that is not a port of the board game. What what did that? Uh, Tainted Grail. Oh. I I bought it on the Steam Summer it is, Sale. It it's is called a port Tainted or not Grail. A port? It's not a port. It's, oh, interesting. Except for here's the thing. I think what I bought, I am so confused. I hate it. So what I bought is called Tainted Grail Conquest, and it's basically like a deck builder roguelite. And it has like the same flavor and the same world kind of stuff. Yeah, it looks to me like, oh, you freaking dirty turds. I'm (laughs) I'm looking on Steam now, and there is a Tainted Grail The Fall of Avalon, which I'm now realizing is the exact name that the board game is no even this doesn't look like a yeah this is not a port you know what and that's fine like i just you made me think it was a port i played this game a couple times with my dad and i think it's kind of an interesting co-op it like was it one had, i almost backed the kickstarter of but then yeah, i was like oh like but it's a kickstarter battler. so right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> go off into the sun and <laughs> so that was one i played this weekend and i was like I probably would have liked it fine, but I was so disappointed by having believed that it was one thing and, you know, discovering that it was another. So we live pretty close to the Yellowstone National Park. Uh, and it is one of one of Brian's favorite places in the world. Um, are, are your guys' families, like as big a fan of there or do you guys go there very often? My family has been there a grand total of twice, I think. And basically the only time the reasons we've gone there is we take our exchange students to see it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I think, I think we probably take it for granted uh, that we live so close and, and, you know, it's yeah. one of the most amazing places on the face of the earth and yeah. Just, oh yeah, it's you know up down the down the road a couple hours. So um, we've gone. So we didn't. We went. When my wife and I were first married. We went, and then there was a big gap where we didn't go. Where we had young children. Where I probably didn't really want to push them in a stroller. Didn't want to carry them, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but three years ago, um, our youngest was seven. He could walk everywhere pretty much. We went, and then we went again this year. Um, and I think my kids tolerate it. Um, a lot less than my wife and I enjoy it. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think they're, they're definitely kind of like, okay, dad, thanks. Great. You know, uh, thanks for taking us <laughs> to the most wonderful place on the planet, but we don't really understand what we're seeing. 
I, I guess that's probably what's going on. Maybe someday I, they'll appreciate one of, it. So here's kind of the issue that that I had have had with um, kind of the Yellowstone experience sometimes is that so growing up, my family went camping every year for our summer vacation because and we to were be poor. fair this is tent camping this and is yeah, like yeah yes this is tent camping this is a savage outside of yellowstone it is going to you know the the national forest in central utah that uh that we think is pretty you know etc and and it's it's very much more so like you go to your campsite and you hang out and you do things with your family. And in general, that's not how it is in Yellowstone. It's, it's a lot more like being a tourist um, because there's all these, you know, amazing natural wonders. And so, you know, you drive around the loop in the park and you go to see all these natural wonders and there's, you know, lots of people there. There were, you know, last month there were 900,000 people who who visited Yellowstone, and so, it, you know, that's that's cool. But there's there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, uh, Brian's wanted to go multiple times, and there's there's sometimes times where I've been like, okay, well, uh, yes, there is that beautiful, you know, pool or paint pot or you know, et cetera. Um, and there's tons of people around you. Um, but one of the things that we've started doing that's been like a way better experience is there's a, there's a set of hiking books that you can buy that the series is called like the Falcon guides. Okay. So we have a, you know, we have a hiking book for, Yellowstone, we have one for the Grand Tetons, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we bought one for Bryce Canyon, you know, et cetera. So um, on this trip, we we did do some of the, the kind of touristy stuff, but also we did, you know, usually a couple hikes a day from this book. And they, they range from like, you know, half a mile round trip to five or six miles round trip in in general and they give a description of how long they're going to be how difficult they are etc and the nice thing about hikes is that you know you you start hiking and you're used to being like surrounded by people in yellowstone but but no one does these hikes that are not because like, their work well a their work <laughs> yes but also they're also like, not if you don't like the famous, if you do not find something to tell you where they're at. You won't even know they're there. Oh, sure. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like there's yeah. there's a million different hiking paths in in Yellowstone, and so you know, we having to go ahead. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we did, and it's similar to what Jay's talking about, but it was it was not you know it's, it's different. But there was an app, and there's quite a few of them. But the one we used is by a company called Gypsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically it uses the GPS on your phone, doesn't need data because in the park you have no data. There are no cell towers except for at um, uh, Old Faithful, and it is merely an analog cell tower. It very rarely works beyond anything but just really crappy voice. 
But anyway, so inside the park, you have this app, and it basically uh, uses GPS to determine where you're at on the loop and then tell you about things. And I've lived here you know, my entire life, and I've been to Yellowstone many, many times. But before I used that app, there were a lot of th- features of Yellowstone that I had never seen. Yeah. The app would say things like, two miles ahead, there's a turnoff for such and such a thing. And then it would go into description about what it was and, um, you know, what you would expect and, and how it's changed over the years. Just a lot of information, a lot of interesting stuff. It was like having a tour guide uh, to something that I would never have considered getting a tour guide for. And we saw tons of stuff that I've never seen before. Didn't even know it was there using that. So, I mean, it's a similar thing for Jay. You get get the book that tells you, about these hiking locations that honestly you would, there's no way you would know they were there or how long they were. You know, it's a big commitment sometimes to go take a six mile hike. You don't sure. want to just like, like let's you know, go try example, this one. We, we went to uh, mammoth um, this trip, which is it's, it's like the headquarters of the park. It's also, there's a beautiful, you know, you can watch travertine rock being created, uh, Okay. The process is happening before your eyes. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, and and there's these boardwalks that you go through, and and it was a really busy day, so there were people all over, you know, the boardwalks, and we we're like, uh, we don't really want to do this. And so, you know, the the book had a hiking trail that was it literally started like right next to, you know, the the natural feature that everyone comes to see. And it was a six mile hike and we saw like, you know, four people, uh, during the hike and it was, it was wonderful. So, uh, that's been, that was my nice thing about last week was, uh, we, we also will, once we, once we do it, like Brian will highlight the, uh, the hike and write notes on it and the date on when we did it, et cetera. In so, the guide. Yeah, yeah that's I, cool. Yeah. It's kind of fun. So. That was my fun thing from last week, which is, I guess, more of a pre-ramble thing, but I guess the pre-ramble floweth over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So stuff from Discount Games, Inc. Um, The Dominion box set is still available. Check it out. We have new uh, Monpok and uh, Forecaster items that are in stock now. Um, and you know, just take, take advantage of our everyday low prices. So we're going to talk about the new Dune, new-ish Dune board game and the Dune trailer. Any excuse for a Dune-based episode? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I'm here for it. So, uh, what, 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 what did you guys think of the trailer? I guess to start off. Man, it feels like a long time coming right now. It just feels like we've been, I know we have been, but it it feels even worse. Like just the holding pattern we've been in for so long. And to see that it's it's getting closer, that really, I think it got me hyped again. I think if it had released this week instead without, you know, a little bit of hype, I would have been almost like, oh, that thing is still out there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, it sort of died off in on the vine over yeah, the last yeah. year. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what Warner Brothers slash HBO does to, if they're going to succeed in, I guess, growing interest in this. 
Like with the release, you mean to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm a creature of very pure emotion in my <laughs> movie responses, and I remember having more goosebumps with the teaser trailer than I did with this latest trailer. Really? Mm. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how to feel about that. Like I feel like I should be all hype all the time. I'm still hype, but like. I felt I just like the teaser got me more, and it's probably because the teaser had the litany of fear, the litany against. Uh, fear, yes, that I mean. probably is why. Right, I mean, like yeah, so, it the was litany like litany of Josh. Yeah, you could. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of young Josh. Yeah, I think that you basically could have just filmed, you know, two minutes of just sand and had that litany of fear the way it was writ over the teaser trailer and i would have had the same emotional response right so that's probably yeah that's (laughs) that's probably the main reason that my response is that way i like i'm actually like i'm really gratified i'm excited to hear that you guys are more excited by the trailer like i i feel better about that uh i definitely was um you got to see some of the personal um interactions between um paul and uh gurney and duncan Mm -hmm. that um i felt like (sighs) we're not well done in the lynch film just Mm -hmm. i just didn't feel like there was that same sort of camaraderie that you that i don't to be fair i don't know that it's in this film either but i certainly feel like it is after having watched the newest trailer like i felt like there was just that that love of that camaraderie of these guys feeling like those characters have grown up together or, or, you know, been together for a long time. Uh, and I felt it much stronger in, in this trailer than, than I do watching the, the, the Lynch film. As so an example. I, I do, I have, a um, I, I guess I need to throw out like a spoiler tag here. And if you haven't read the books, I guess, I don't know, but I mean, when was the book written, Josh, 1965? I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe it was the 60. I mean, I can get you the exact think, date, but I it was like the 65 uh, Hugo Award winner. Yeah. I so. think we're a little past the spoiler, you know, okay. statute <laughs> well, at this point. I, 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 so I want to have a conversation, and like, I don't, I, maybe they're just going to have it be different. I don't know. But so, first off, I, like, I'm, I'm a little worried about this because I'm, I'm, worried that I'm going to come off as like a neckbeard who, you know, uh, I feel like if we're not taken been, for neckbeards at this we, point, yeah, I'm, I mean, I was uh, just going to say, we've I'm been not, doing this podcast for years at this point. Okay, well, sure. I okay, mean, I think, as my daughter would say, I think there's been character development in our story arc, but I'm not real sure. <laughs> so, so here's, here's my, here's my, I guess, thing that is kind of perplexing to me. With all right. It. all right i'm ready so i'm i am i am all for like especially a book written in the 1960s let's recast some roles let's have it be more uh inclusive yeah. more... diversity and inclusion bring it on yes correct and i also like the actress a lot who is playing liette Leet kinds. Oh, oh, okay. I guess this was my misunderstanding. So I had thought that um, Zendaya was um, 
the person who was playing Liette Kynes. Oh, Oh. And she's like so young, and I'm just like I don't understand. Oh, so you weren't concerned about gender? You were concerned about no. age? Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because like he's the father of someone the age of. <laughs> okay. <sighs> well, Amazing. I feel better now. Now I've gone to IMDb, and I've I'm seeing who is actually playing. Uh. The yeah, scientist, yeah. Yes. And, I uh, the funny thing is, like, the, you know, the posters that do those posters come out kind of the same time as the trailer, where it's like, yeah. you know, uh, Zendaya is Jenny, and you know, and uh, Oscar Isaacson is Daddy. I know it's not really what it says, but but it Actually, is. I think it is. No, it doesn't say that. No, it that's says, a meme. It, yeah, that's a meme. Oh, that's the a original meme. poster says yeah, yeah. like the Duke Atreides or whatever. Do you know? It says who he is. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Okay. I was like, I got, I got the little goosebumps on the poster with Liette Kynes. I think the actress, I think that casting looks well. Whatever this freaking movie, the casting just blows me out of the, out of the water. I think it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it says Oscar Isaac is Duke Leto. Yeah, I liked the, I liked the Lady Jessica casting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me ask an important question though, Jay. I mean, now that you've overcome your ageism here. Yes. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I need to know everybody's feelings on the shields. Uh, I mean, what? Why? Why? Why would anyone have issues with the shields? They, I don't think they would. I just need to make sure. I just think they look rad, and I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited okay. for a slow wait, knife wait, 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 to wait. penetrate those shields. That's all I'm saying. Josh. Yes, Trevor. I want to know how you felt about the uh, the old Dune movies shields. I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Let's be honest. Asking me about a Dune movie is like asking me about food. You know. I loved it. Yeah. It was. Food. I, I like. It is kind of amazing. Like I'm, I'm looking through, uh, you know, this IMDb, and like, like I didn't. Casting. Yeah, like I, I didn't know that. Uh, you know. Javier Bardem is is playing Stilgar, you know, et cetera, oh, et cetera. Yeah. yeah, it's just it is kind of an amazing feat of casting. Yeah, it's almost like um, <laughs> like you remember when we were talking about how like the Mar the MCU is now becoming like every cool actor is like, well, when's my turn? Like, right, yeah, I yeah. feel like they just thought they'd pile that all in as as one for the Dune movie casting. Yeah. I, will t- I will tell you that the I think. At least for me, the new trailer was the first time I'd seen Stellan Skarsgård as Baron Harkonnen, um, and and dude, I was that guy, that actor is so freaking amazing. Yeah, and it was it was pretty impressive. I was excited for for what they had done. So anyway, that that part was pretty cool. You know how like in our prehistoric days, man would like frighten children into behavior with like, tales of boogeymen and stuff like that, like. I just Stone, like, Stone would have been your next door neighbor that you oh, to come over and yeah. scare your children. Yeah, like I feel like uh, modern parenting, we should just have him tell horror stories to our children, and they'll never not go to sleep at the after that. <laughs> so, uh, my my wife has a friend who I, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. She came over, and her her children were here. <laughs> it's the and, friend that you don't like, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, but this isn't like card games. This is for real. <laughs> 
anyway, she was, she was, I have a, a rower, a water rower that we haven't talked about for a while. Cause uh, honestly, the pandemic made me quit all the things that I should be doing. Can, but anyway, can, um, I can you even imagine of rowing right now with your frozen shoulder. Um, oh. I haven't tried it. Uh, one, of the ex- um, one of the exercises I do during physical therapy is basically a row motion. So I, yes, I, it actually would probably be good for me to be doing it, but I'm not. Anyway, so I bought a water rower, and I don't know if you've ever looked at water rowers, but they are a brand of rower that, frankly, is a little bit expensive. So I'm a little protective of my water rower, to be fair, because it was a mm-hmm. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the the friend that we've previously talked talked about, she has a daughter. Daughter came over, and she's she hops on my water rower and starts playing on it, and I. <laughs> that's that's a line you don't really cross with me so anyway i'm i guess i'm that neighbor you know when you need to scare your children you call me over uh for the remainder of the weekend that girl anytime i'd walk into the room she would just kind of like take a half step back <laughs> kind of just her eyes would follow me no matter where i walked <laughs> i'm like uh i'm sorry little girl that i've traumatized you for the rest of your life because i told you to get off my water rower but um that's the way life is so believe it or not my wife fills that role for my nephews oh i'm they, sure they crossed her once it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay this is good that we're talking about dune because i just realized i'm getting ready to send out a survey for you know twilight imperium fourth edition day and i better not send it out on october 22nd you know as a possible day i mean so i have to know do you guys think that this is going to have well, the, the truth is, is that Warner Brothers hasn't been real open, but we know that we found out from Disney that Black Widow, um, because it released both places, sort of underperformed, at least at the box office, especially during the second week. OK, so th- this one's going will be in theaters at the same time as well, correct? You can watch it either on HBO I Max. I believe that Disney. is still the current plan. They've. They keep kind of changing things with. It yeah, I'm sure it might change again before then too. But uh, do you guys think that this? Do, are you saying you problem? think that that hurt but Black Widow's I performance do. in? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, part, well part I can problem, see where it would. Like, I I don't argue with that. I don't think. Yeah. Part of the problem is, uh, I'm sure that those sales on uh, Disney Plus are not public, and uh, probably um, actually they they are. They oh, okay. They uh, mostly just because uh, Disney, you know, is a publicly traded company that is doing financial statements, et cetera, or reporting to investors. Um, but yeah, yeah they, it, don't they have to report on every little transaction. No, yeah, correct, yeah. But oh, they did, okay. they did do a report on like the first weekend. Um, it's like I think it was like thirty million in. Uh, oh, that's streaming. not very much. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, I'm just, I'm, my question to you guys is, do you think that it's going to hurt Dune like it's hurt some other movies? Or do you think that the this will be kind I of mean, a big weekend for people to go back out to the theaters? Part of the issue is the, man, I, the we keep, we keep like gauging things against like a pre-pandemic metric. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. And I'm not sure... If that's gonna, how how accurate that's gonna be, and well, and maybe it will is... eventually be, but I don't think it's gonna be for, for a while still. Like I, like 
the I have a, I have a fun prediction after this analysis. So, but carry on. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I mean, I, I think I that's a, kind of, a fair point, Jay. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like the world's kind of changed, and yeah, but the studio they invested as though it I had... understand. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Uh, so you're telling me like so you're saying Black Widow was thirty million in the streamed version, and then what was the box office amount? See, I don't even pay good attention. I think it was like 70 I should million. never invest in movie theaters. Like, it's a good thing I didn't get in on the meme stonks with AEG or whatever. Because I just don't pay attention to the business side of things very good at all. The problem this with is it, saying... Josh, is not the initial sales. It was the second week drop-off. Okay. It had one of the biggest drop-offs of any Marvel film ever. Like, the second week just tanked. Okay. Okay. And I... I got to believe that a big portion of that was that, you know, the second weekend is probably more likely when the some of the families start going out and carrying it a ways. And it just seems like there's a lot of people who probably bought it during that initial weekend, but maybe not watched it until later. Yeah. So this is, I just looked up an article. It says that um, it did 60 million on the first weekend of streaming. Um, it did, 80 million domestically and then 78 million internationally on the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much they budgeted. I mean, I don't know how much they spent to make the film. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Those numbers. I mean, to me, those sound like big Smaller. pie sky numbers. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, sure. I'll, can you cut me 10% of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be fine with 10%. Sure. Trevor's easy to please. That's right. All right, here's the prediction I want. Uh, because I think inevitably I'm I'm going to want... I, even though I just have not had the like energy to go to movie theaters, I just can't see myself not wanting to go to this one. And my daughters are all going to want to go, especially my 14-year-old who's already in love with Timothy Chalamet or however you say his name. Uh, and my wife, who has terrible FOMO in occasions like this, will inevitably come, I think. Okay. My prediction yes, yes. is, how much will she hate this movie? Has she oh. read the book? I don't. Oh, do you not remember the book story? Uh, maybe not. Okay, I'll retell it because maybe some of our newer listeners don't remember this story. A few years ago, I had said to my wife that all I wanted for Christmas was for <laughs> her to read Dune. <laughs> Because it was like literally my favorite book ever, right? Oh my god, this is an amazing story. I think that she maybe made it six pages. I six think. pages is it? Yeah. Did yeah. she get did she get through the litany of fear? I think so. I think I'm pretty sure that happens early on, right? It is very early on. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very early on the show. Uh anyway, she's like she comes to me and she's like, Is there anything I, I can get you for Christmas, please? I cannot do this. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just could not get into it and i'm like this feels to me like the only way that she'll ever actually get to absorb the story right is is in this kind of format but i'm i'm I like i'm sure she is just gonna absolutely detest it she's gonna hate it it's so funny to me because there will be explosions and stuff she, she, anyway Really, I should start an she like we could, we should start a poll on the Discord, and I just want everybody to give their predicted two-word review that that my wife will give of Dune. Like, <laughs> I can just she... Im imagine this, like her doing this, like 
scowl on her face and lowering her head and being like, God. <laughs> Did she give any explanation happen. as to why she couldn't get through it? No, not really. No, no she's a just, simple can't make it through this. Yeah, please don't yeah, make me get yeah. And 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 you know, in in not exactly in her defense, but I think my husband, maybe, my husband, why has thou forsaken me? Yeah, that kind of putting that kind of pressure on her probably soured the book a ton, right? I mean, I'm not saying that she has a problem with authority, but authority is <laughs> not her favorite thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like you know it's like how your kids will be like well I was gonna clean my room until you came in here and told me to clean my room you know I was gonna <laughs> load the dishwasher until you said I should load this dishwasher right like like or not there's some psychology in my sweetheart that I'm sure that affected her a little bit too like I would have totally read this book had he not asked me to read it you know <laughs> I, I totally so this is gonna be one where I guess. I need to look at... Oh, no, this is a catastrophe. What is? I'm, I'm going to be... Well, so I was going to, like, say, you know, what what we're going to do is set up a time where, like, <laughs> all of us are going to go on Thursday at, like, you know, the 7 p.m. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then I realized that I will be in... Los Angeles on that date. <laughs> wow, you could see it in a really nice theater then. Maybe what I should do is I should just out of pure like masochism, I should try to recreate the book experience and like I'll say to her, Hey, all I want for my birthday this year is for you to come watch the Dune movie. What I predict is gonna happen is I'm going to watch it like four or five times on this California trip. Uh huh. And then I'll uh, try to convince you two to do a theater showing with me the the following week. And so the week of uh, the October twenty fourth, you're saying? No, it comes out October first, so like October sixth or seventh. Oh, it comes out October first. Yes. What the heck am I looking at then? Okay, I was looking at the wrong date. Oh, that's I, even more exciting. It's the, so close. Maybe the date's changed. So. Uh, well, I'm just looking at. I was just looking at random posters online, and so they say October 22nd. Uh, that appears to be correct. Okay. Oh yeah, there you go. I read an article that also says that. Okay. I'm, well, yeah, I, IMDb also says October 22nd. So you're safe from the LA trip. Uh, let me see if it conflicts with the San Francisco trip. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the clear. <laughs> October 21st, mark it on your calendar. You have uh, somewhere you need to be. Done. <laughs> okay, well, uh, any other thoughts before we do a uh, brief talk about... Are, doom- we sp- are we speed rounding? Sure, we can do it. I mean, we can do that in 15 minutes, talk about... Uh, I will say the only other... There's really only one other scene that I care about in this movie. I, the rest of it can be fine. It'll be fine. But I just, the walk without rhythm has to be done just right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll say as well, my last thought on uh, the trailer is there's the scene where, you know, the Duke turns and says you should smile and he says i am smiling 
And the first person I thought of with that was Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, being compared with Duncan Idaho, that's good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, let me check IMDb. Is he Gurney or Duncan? No, Momoa's Duncan. The Gurney says that he is smiling. Oh, yeah. is Gurney the one who says I am smiling? Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right, being compared to Gurney Halleck is also good. Okay. <laughs> it it was it was kind of funny too. Like so, when when you're reading the books, and you finally get to God Emperor, and and things are like, uh, just really weird. It is, uh, kind of funny that it's Jason Momoa who keeps getting reincarnated or, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is that's happening. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about Dune Imperium. All right. So Dune Imperium was a board game that I believe came out. Uh, let me double check this. I should have last year. Yes. The last year during the Mankind, pandemic 2020. Yeah. Um, and it was published by Direwolf, which they're in my mind, they're most famous for Clank. Which is a, which so the the reason I want to bring that up real quick is that Clank is a deck builder that does an interesting thing where it uses the deck that you build to do some actions on a board, right? So I mean, it's really a card game, but it does some cool stuff on a board, right? Well, Dune, Imperium, really they kind of are reusing or refining their system of a deck builder that does some cool things on a board, right? So, I mean, the board is the planet Arrakis. You do some area control things. You do some actions on the board. There's there's combat that happens pretty much every uh, round of the game. And, and it's really a race to be the first to get a certain number of points. Um, anyway, it's um, the art style in it is like, uh, how would you describe it? It, it looks like, um paintings from the movie right yes. like it's it's like they they're using it looks the movie like drawing portraits character and art the yeah that's a good description of it drawing portraits of that so so the art's pretty fun um anyway um so my brief overview that's just kind of my brief overview and then we can grade it real quick too but like i feel like it's a solid deck builder the one thing i felt like it lacked i i've played it um three or four times just with the the wheeler clan and i actually have had um a couple of my kids ask to play it again which is why i've played it multiple times so it it hit pretty good with that crowd it's so it's not it's not overly heavy it's not too light though you know um but the the one failing that i feel like it had is that there's not quite enough um of the different factions of cards because there's some cards like you know if you get fremen cards you can get some benefits with other fremen cards and same thing with like benny jesseret you know that kind of stuff and so one of the things that i'm excited about and i think one of the reasons we thought let's talk about it is there is they just announced um an expansion for it called dune imperium rise of ix and so like to me just all you would need to do is add some more cards and i think rise of ix is also adding a couple different factions and you know which is cool because it has uh, it has slightly asymmetrical uh powers amongst the different players you know d- different factions mm-hmm. have different powers but they're not quite as uh um diverse or as powerful as like some of the say if you were playing twilight imperium you know the the faction differences are not that stark exactly right but they give a good flavor and anyway so the fact that there's more cards coming i think will just 
for me, it'll just raise it up even more. You know, I want to play it because it's Dune. I think it, I think it's a fun deck builder. I think, you know, you get to make some interesting choices, um, and it just needed a little more uh, variety in the cards. Was kind of my feeling. And it, so I've I've played. I this came out during the pandemic. Um, my my role playing group we we played this together online, and so when I was playing it, I was like, man. Uh, I think this game would be really good in person uh, compared to the awfulness that is Tabletop Simulator. Right. Well, because I assume you're feeling that way because of some of the table talk that you you just can't ever get on Tabletop Simulator in my field. Um, I mean, we had fun talking with each other, but just like the like the tools are just so clunky on Tabletop sure. Simulator, etc. Sure. Um, but so. I don't have the strongest memory of the game because it's been a while, but I do remember enjoying it a lot. Um, but I, some of the things I, I remember being quite enjoying or, or thinking was kind of fun. And, and maybe this is just because I haven't, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like, so if, if Josh is the board game addict who like keeps having to hit, you know, stronger drugs to get his fix. <laughs> I'm I'm not as far down the uh, path of degeneracy. It's really just newer drugs. It's not that I need stronger That's true. drugs. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gotta you, have the new drugs you, all the time. You want a new drug? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it uh, like I I I thought that so they combined some mechanics that are kind of common in in other games, and I had never played this combination. I don't really think. Um, maybe someone who's uh, been chasing the dragon as, as much as Josh has played a lot of this combination, but um, it, it seemed like it had a, an interesting worker placement mechanic along with a deck building mechanic, which to me felt like two great tastes that taste great together. Yeah, it definitely does give you that uh, Reese's peanut butter cup uh, feeling. Yeah. Because you you end up having to make some decisions, you know, where you place your workers can sometimes dictate what your cards may or may not do, and vice versa, right? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, that that is uh, one of the kind of cool elements about it. Is am I like have have you played uh, many games that that mix those two mechanics? <sighs> Honestly, no, not that I can think of. Um, and I mean, I think that's one of the things that that excited people about the right, game initially right. when it, when it came out, you know, is that it exactly what you're saying. It did feel like it was doing a kind of a cool blend. Um, yeah. Come back to me on that. But I really, I really can't think of, I think the, uh, well, I was gonna say, I think some of the bag builders are that way, like Orleans and um, gosh. Yeah. But no, I can't really think of any others quite like that. What are the two mechanics again? Worker placement and, um, deck building one so i haven't yeah, played really. maybe enough. everdell which is also newer go ahead jay you're saying you I, haven't played enough. i haven't played enough to get to this point but uh one mr will pagani has played a lot of this game okay and he, has he found the broken strats already well it does like he he loves the game but he also gets kind of frustrated with it i think because He's gotten his playgroup has kind of gotten to the point where there's certain 
like meta things or meta strategies that um, seem potentially yeah like you you say you're you're kind of herded down certain paths okay that surprises me go ahead trevor i was just wondering if if you would i i realize that this is you're you're getting this information secondhand but i mean we had the same feeling with race for the galaxy with just the base box sure yeah there there became a point in our game playing with race for the galaxy with the base box where we kind of knew the there was a it wasn't the predicted path to victory every time but if you got it to go off you knew that it was going to happen yeah see the the reason i say that surprised me jay is because this has this does a style the deck builder style that i would call the river you know where like the cards that are available for purchase are there's six random cards right right as opposed to like dominion i don't know what you even call dominion style where you have like set piles of cards it's more like ascension yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah that that's it's that same style, and so it surprises me that so that I, that can I, happen. I'm, I'm looking back enough. at the conversation with with Will with Will, uh-huh. and this was this was his uh, complaint was that it was it kind of got in a situation where um, if you end up like the best strategy is to not commit things and just bunker up in your city because if and let other people go out and fight. And then once they weaken themselves, you uh, wander over and take the points or whatever. Right. And so, okay. He, at least that was, that was kind of his concern was that like, there was, it felt too many times like you didn't have, um, it was, it was too devastating when you got to go to combat. battle. Uh Yeah. Interesting. So, Take that for what it's worth, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not good enough. I know there are a couple cards that you could hurt someone who was turtling in their city. Sure, yeah. yeah. But uh, not a, you know, I'm not good enough to know how I would break that or not. I, <laughs> I would definitely trust Will's opinion that sure. that could happen. But, well, but, but again, maybe Rise of X will help yeah, yeah. solve that. Well, and that's we what my thought was: is that with Race for the Galaxy, right. the, if you're if you're coming into a game with the idea that we're going to expand upon this at some point, sometimes the first set has some inherent flaws. So I, I guess I'm, I'm curious, Josh. We we just have a couple minutes left. Okay. Uh, if if we were to condense this down, uh, like what would we say? Who's who's the audience of who would like this, and how strongly do you recommend it? Okay, um, I would say that if you liked Clank, if you liked uh, what's another deck builder, <laughs> Shards of Infinity, honestly, like if if you like that river style of deck builder, I think that you'll, I think that you're kind of the target audience for this. It's adding that little additional element with, you know, the worker placement and the play on the board. But ultimately, I think it, it'll still feed, you know. Are you saying that it's considerably different than Clank? It I is. Know it's not yes. worker placement, but you are moving something on the board and interacting with the board. Yeah, it is definitely different than Clank. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, absolutely. But but it's that weight, I guess. It's a similar weight to Clank is why I, I guess I bring that up, you know. Um and obviously, if you're a total Dune fanboy, frankly, you're still the <laughs> you're still the target audience for this. Yeah, I mean, I guess my thought on it is, 
I do think that it is a good enough game to stand on its own merit if you're not a Dune fan. But honestly, if you're not a Dune fan, I would probably say there's there's just so many board games. Go play something else, probably. Yeah, there are probably stronger deck builders. Yeah, and if you are... One of the things that's nice, though, is that if you are a Dune fanboy, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of intellectual property games that where there aren't new interesting mechanics or that it's just like a cash grab or it's just, you know, poorly done. And I don't feel that this game is that way at all. I, I do feel like it is, if you're interested in the IP, um, they've done some cool things with the game that are going to have you excited to play it, etc. And so I guess my, my thought on it, on it is if you have, any interest in Dune, go out and play it. You'll have a fun time. If you're not as much of a Dune fanboy, it's probably not going to be as worthwhile. Yeah, I think that's a fair recommend. Yeah, like, honestly, I, I think it, if, if yeah, I were using the 10-point the scale, this would be like an 8 recommend for a Dune fanboy and a 6 for others. Okay. okay. What about me? I'm a Clank fanboy, uh, but Dune is, I could take it or leave it. I think you would enjoy the game. Uh, I would still, I would probably still eight recommend it for you, but I also think you'll break it fast. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's okay. I mean, you just have that ability. You know what I mean? Like that, that's okay as long as is the, the part journey that you're t- to break it is fun. As long as he can enjoy the journey. Um, yeah. The, the other part you're telling me though <laughs> is that it. there's there's an expansion on the horizon. So right. that yeah. would make it or break it for me if the if I if I figure out a way to you know the path easy path to victory. And then I see it addressed in the first expansion, then I'm good. We can continue. Just guarantee you don't. I'm never going to play it without the expansion. Right. If the expansion yeah. ignores it, and it's clear that the designer is not really paying attention, you know, instead they're more worried about how can we sell this next expansion. Yeah. If if it is just a cash grab at that point, yeah, right? Yeah. Then that's the point where you lose. Well, not just me. Lots of people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, let us know what you guys think of the Dune trailer, and uh, those of you who have had a chance to play Dune Imperium, let us know your thoughts as well.